Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, it is freeway face-off time once again, and we're going to be talking about the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Tuesday. Just a reminder, you could hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade now, including this team in 2021 that has not gone anywhere but hey it's the freeway face-off and we're already having fans saying beat la no like it's it's a lost season do we really need to beat la five times i mean the ducks aren't making the playoffs and matt just just imagine if you will what if the ducks win four or five and then they end up with like the number 10 pick and that may not work out so well. Just what what would happen there, huh? What was the point of winning those games? Look, the Ducks and Kings rivalry is a long embedded bitter rivalry that goes back to even 94, 95. It goes back to those playoff battles. I get that. But when your team is in last place and so far out of the playoffs, what's the point, really? So, you know, try to look at it this way. At least winning a couple of these games, it'd be good for the psyche of the team because, hey, they beat L.A. Uh, One big story that I want to touch upon is Trevor Zegras, who is not expected to be called up ahead of today's game. In fact, he's nowhere on the Anaheim roster. In fact, he's going up to San Jose probably as we speak. So Zegras will be up in San Jose for Tuesday's game and Wednesday's game at the San Jose Barracuda. What happens after that, I can predict. I think this will be the last time we see the Ducks without Zegras on their roster. I'm still predicting that he will be called up by Saturday's game. That's the prediction. But we'll talk more about that. Actually, we'll talk a lot more about that on Thursday's podcast. Because Thursday is locked on goals. And Zegras is currently a member of the San Diego goals. So I will talk much more about that on Thursday. And on the locker room on Thursday, I'll talk more about that. As far as other big news, and this one I want to get to because this came out this morning, that the Ontario Hockey League has officially canceled their return to play. I know the province of Ontario has been having their troubles with COVID. A lot of people are just getting inundated with new COVID cases. The vaccination efforts are not what they were hoping for. It's, It's not. They're done. So, Jacob Perot could stay with the goals for the remainder of the season. So, they do have games today and tomorrow as far as the goals. But Jacob Perot, he could go with the goals, although he's not up there right now. But the bigger story, Jamie Drysdale, he will be staying with the Ducks and the goals for the remainder of the season. So, I expect Jamie Drysdale to start tonight. And he'll probably start the remainder of the games. I just want to put this out there, and this is from the Ontario Hockey League from Toronto. Quote, Earlier this month, the Ontario Hockey League and the government of Ontario reached an agreement on a return-to-play plan for the league. However, the recently extended stay-at-home order, along with increasing cases of COVID-19 across the province, make it impossible for the OHL to have a season. We have worked tirelessly with the province and the Chief Medical Officer of Health for the past year on different scenarios and different windows of opportunity. But the reality is the conditions in Ontario have never been right to start and complete an uninterrupted safe opportunity 
for players to showcase their skills. Quote, this is from the OHL commissioner, David Branch. Sorry, end quote. But he goes on to say more. Quote, we owe it to our players and their families to be definitive. We were committed to return and play the season, but our hopes and desires have been dashed by the cruel realities of COVID-19. End quote. So even a few weeks ago, it was looking like Canada was turning the corner and it looked like the province of Ontario was turning the corner. Uh, Eastern Canada has been doing okay. Newfoundland's been doing okay. Um, yeah, Newfoundland's doing doing fine. Nova Scotia's been doing fine. New Brunswick's been doing fine. Even Quebec has been doing okay. Ontario, for whatever reason, maybe just the population density or whatever, they have not been doing as well with COVID. And the vaccinations out there have not been as good as they have been here in California. Uh, just to throw this out there, yeah, I am partially vaccinated. I will be fully vaccinated very soon. Um, I haven't even put anything out there on social media that I have been already poked once. But, you know, it, it's not my place. I mean, maybe just my type of personality. I'm not going to put my card out there and whatever. But, yes, I am partially vaccinated already. So I'm almost there. But going back to what's going on in the province of Ontario, they're really going through it. It's been a difficult scenario with how they're dealing with cases. It's been a difficult scenario in not just province of Ontario, but British Columbia. They've had they've had it pretty bad as well. In fact, we saw what happened with the Vancouver Canucks earlier this month, where they have missed a slew of games. Most of their team has gotten COVID-19, and it looks like this is the Brazilian variant of that. And I know I don't want to talk about COVID too much, and I try not to talk about it because, you know, it's it's bad news. But this is very relatable to hockey because the OHL is canceled. The NHL, they did everything they could to try to get Vancouver back up and playing, and they've kind of successfully done that. Vancouver is back playing. The WHL, they're not going to have a postseason. It looks like there's not going to be a Memorial Cup. So the only league that's standing right now is the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And I expect that they're just going to finish out whatever games they have, and then that'll be it. So that's what's going on with the minors. As far as the players, like I said once again, Jacob Perot, he's expected to possibly come back down with the San Diego goals later this month. That is a possibility. Uh, Jamie Drysdale, he's going to be here to stay for the remainder of the season. And I know Ducks fans are excited about that because they want to see Jamie Drysdale play. He's a tremendous player, probably one of the best skaters out there, one of the more gifted skaters out there as far as I'm concerned. Uh, his lateral movement is amazing. He does a great job handling the puck on the blue line, and he needs to be out there more often on the power play. Now, as far as games played, he's played 15 games with the Ducks so far this season. There are 10 games left. J Jamie Dreisel is fine to play the remaining 10 games without getting an accrued season. So the most amount of games Jamie Dreisel will be allowed to play this season is 25 games with the Ducks, and then he'll be expected to finish off the season by playing those remaining three games with the San Diego goals when the goals go on the road. As far as Trevor Zegris is concerned, that's a little bit of a different story because if he plays tonight, which he's not going to, then he would get that accrued season. Trevor Zegris, as of right now, he's played 17 games. 27 games would mean an accrued season. If he plays 26, it is fine. So, again, watch out for Zegris. 
this coming weekend. And as far as the Kings are concerned, the Kings are not that far ahead as far as standings go. They're kind of in the cellar as well. I don't expect any of these games to go to overtime. Maybe the Kings will win two or three games out of this series, but it starts with tonight. Tonight's game is a KDOC game. So this is over the air, Channel 56. So be sure to check out tonight's game. Not much of a preview for tonight's game, but just putting out there about the OHL. And you know what? Something else that I wanted to mention, and I think I'll mention this on the second part of this program. I do want to briefly touch upon Patrick Marlowe becoming the all-time games played leader in NHL history. I'll talk about that after the intermission. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. If you drive a Chevy, a Ford, a Toyota, what kind of car you have, rockauto.com has the part for you. They've been family owned and operated for over two decades. And why go to the big box stores when you could pay half price or even less than that and have the parts delivered right to your home via rockauto.com in the how did you hear about us box? Tell them that locked on sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Coming up after the intermission, we're going to talk a little bit about Patrick Marlowe and talk about the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into their lives. It is available now and is the perfect gift for Mother's Day. And this is only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection has high quality fine jewelry at fair prices. So once again, if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring, definitely check this out. They won't be around for long. So find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And I did love the last episode. But first, I do want to acknowledge this because I think this record is worth mentioning. Patty Moe, Patrick Marlowe of the San Jose Sharks, just broke the all-time NHL games played record with his 1,768th career game. Just think about that number. 1,768 games played, most of which with the San Jose Sharks, that is the new NHL record, surpassing Gordie Howe, who is now second on that list with 1767. That is an amazing mark once you think about it, that someone has played for that long of a time. I mean, Patty Moe has been with the league or with the Sharks since 97, 98. So he's been in the league for over 20 years. Clearly, he has been playing for a long time, and he's got this little consecutive game streak going pretty well. Something else to keep in mind is that Patrick Marlowe has played in 899 consecutive games, a mark that is still active to this day. Uh, once again, surpassing the record by Gordie Howe. And just to give you a perspective of who is on this list, 
and there's a lot of good names. You have Gordy Howe, 1767. Mark Messier, 1756. Yarmer Yager, 1733. Ron Francis, 1731. And then you have others that are above 1600. Mark Recchi, Chris Chelios, Dave Andrichuk, Joe Thornton, who is still going right now. Scott Stevens, Larry Murphy, Raymond Bork. He also had over 1600 games. Man, that is, that's a who's who list right there. So once again, Patrick Marlowe, just huge congratulations go out to Patty Moe. I mean, that's an unbelievable record. One that was kind of thought to be an untouchable record until recently once he signed that contract with San Jose. You had this feeling, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I can't believe it's happened, to be honest. So, yeah, there you go. And just one more thing as far as the consecutive games. There are three players that are active that have a current streak of over 800 games. Phil Kessel has played in 890 consecutive games. Paddy Moe at 899. There is one player above him that is still playing. Keith Yandel. Yes, that Keith Yandel. He has a consecutive streak currently of 912 consecutive games. Whoa, 912. That's a long time. He's been playing for a long time since pretty much 2006. Since after the lockout season. Think about the games that he's lost as well. Yandel has played in 46 games so far this season with the Florida Panthers. And he spent most of his career with the Coyotes, the Panthers, and a couple seasons in New York as well. He hasn't missed a game in a long time. The last game he missed was March 22nd, 2009, while with the Coyotes. So just wanted to once again acknowledge those consecutive game streaks. The all-time mark is Doug Jarvis at 964. So I guess the question now is which player is going to drop first, Yandel, Marlowe, or Kessel? I guess that'll be found out soon enough. All right, so let's talk about Mighty Ducks Game Changers. This is our weekly segment where we talk about them. Obviously, I didn't do it yesterday. Yesterday was kind of a special day. I'm trying to do this every Monday. That hasn't worked out the last couple of weeks. But because this is a Ducks podcast and the series is Mighty Ducks Game Changers, I figure why not have this at least once a week where we talk about Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And just from a non-hockey standpoint, I love show tunes. I used to be a theater major in college. I've been in musical theater for a long time, been in theater for a long time in general. So to hear Coop sing from Les Mis, that was pretty awesome. I, I love I love Les Miserables. It's a musical that is near and dear to my heart for a plethora of reasons. I've been in Les Mis. But hearing Coop sing that, that just really tickled me. I loved watching that. If you haven't seen the latest episode, that's not much of a spoiler. That's just kind of like a non sequitur. Like, yeah, we have some musicals, a musical number in Mighty Ducks. Somehow it fit into the story and fit perfectly. But now this story's kind of taken this turn where Gordon Bombay is definitely willing to help out the Ducks wherever he can. He's slowly going back into that role where maybe he can be a mentor slash coach slash whatever he is. I mean, technically, technically, he did get back into the coaching ranks on this latest episode 
which is episode four. So once again, if you haven't checked it out, uh, check it out on Disney+. Plus. And we're heading into the break already, so I'm just going to quickly talk about betonline.ag, which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. They have every sport going on right now, including the NBA, MLS, MLB, oh, and by the way, NHL too. We have three weeks left in the season, so definitely check out all the action on betonline.ag. On your first deposit, use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. We're going to talk a little bit more about Mighty Ducks Game Changers on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk more about Mighty Ducks Game Changers, our weekly look at the Disney Plus series, which features Evan Morrow of the Don't Bothers. And by the way, I love the fact that uh, Laura Gill. sorry, I'm kidding, of course, Lauren Graham, who plays uh, Coach Morrow, does a fantastic job on this. Uh a lot of plot twists on this latest episode, despite the fact that there was no actual hockey content. This might be the last time we see this for a while. This was episode 4 of 10. There are still 6 more episodes of this. So we're going to be doing 6 more looks into this. We're going to be looking at Mighty Ducks Game Changers long after the season ends. The main focal point of this particular episode was the fact that one of the hot shots for the Ducks, Sophie, is considering joining the Ducks. And I'm not going to spoil too much, but this was from the previous episode. And this has actually been something that's been brewing for the past two episodes. So if you haven't caught up yet, yeah, there is still that little bit of could Sophie join the Ducks? Will she? Won't she? There's still a lot at stake here. And the particular point in this episode was the fact that there was a dinner scene with with the coach, with Gordon Bombay... And two other people, I won't spoil who it was, but there was two other people that really got Gordon going and saying, you know what, you've got to earn the respect of everyone around. Because let's face it, nobody respects the Don't Bothers right now. I mean, the Mighty Ducks are looking more and more. I'm not, I'm still not going to use the term bad guys here. I'm still not going to do that. However, the current coach of the Ducks right now, and by the way, I got to say, having having him cast as the coach of the Ducks is just perfect. Central casting. For those of you that are fans of the show Letterkenny, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But having him just call the Don't Bothers a bunch of clowns, that kind of sucks. That makes them look more like the bad guys. But I'm still not going to call them that. They're still the antagonists because, you know, at least he let the Don't Bothers into their building. At least he kind of acknowledges them as kind of a team, but he still calls them clowns. I'm still of the mind that I don't think I want to see the Ducks win right away because that would totally eliminate the need for a second or third season. But I want to at least see them gain the respect of the other teams. And maybe we're slowly getting to that point. The fact that the Ducks aren't perfect. They're, they're not that perfect team. 
they have some chinks in their armor. So now you have to think, where's this series going to turn on the last six episodes? Where's it, where's it going to turn on this upcoming episode, episode five, which is set to premiere in three days on Disney Plus? Uh, based on the sneak preview for episode five, it looks like we are going to have some hockey action. But what's going to come of this? Are the Ducks going to score a goal? Are they going to score more than one goal? Are they going to win a game yet? You have a feeling that they're going to win at least one game this season, but when is it going to happen? That's the main question. Uh, One other perspective on this one. We're starting to see Koob open up a little bit. Koob is the goaltender. Well, he's the video game player turned goaltender for the Ducks. And we're starting to see Koob open up to the team a little bit. Maybe we'll begin to see some amazing saves from him. I mean, he's perfect in the video game world, so it stands to reason that maybe he'll begin to regain that form on the ice as well and use some of those amazing reflexes to his advantage on the ice. So that's something that I think we're going to be looking forward to in the coming episodes. But without spoiling too much, if you guys actually do want to talk about Mighty Ducks and if you've seen it, feel free to join me on Thursday. I'll be doing a locker room on Thursday, mainly because... I could use that as a Q&A also. And by the way, it is Mailbag Friday this week. We didn't have a mailbag last Friday. We are going to do one this Friday. So that's my little like kind of sneak peek slash talk about the Mighty Ducks game changers without actually spoiling it. It's so hard not to spoil an episode when I know some of you have caught up. Most of you have not. So I'm going to warn you. Um, coming up on the next few episodes, I'm beginning to get more and more people, more colleagues saying, hey, I want to talk about this miniseries. I want to talk about it. So we're going to do that uh, in the coming weeks. And especially when it's the off season for the Kings, the Ducks, the Sabres, the Devils, all these other teams. We're going to be talking about that more in the off season. So more hosts are going to want to come in. So just a fair warning, there might be some spoilers up ahead in the coming weeks when I do this. All right, a programming note. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the Kings and Ducks game that is taking place tonight at Staples Center. So that will be on tomorrow's podcast. Thursday will be all about the San Diego Gulls and their last two games. One game is taking place tonight at San Jose. The other one is taking place tomorrow night at San Jose. I'll be covering both of those games. So Gulls Thursday is going to be a full episode Make sure to check that out. And Friday is going to be our mailbag episode. So if you have any questions, email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com or you can comment on the post or you can join me on the Locker Room app this coming Thursday. I'll give a time for that tomorrow or an approximate time for that tomorrow. In the meantime, thanks for hanging out today. Really appreciate it. You can hear this podcast and any of the other podcasts on Tilapin, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Also, make sure to rate, comment, follow along on Apple Podcasts if you have not already. And be sure to check us out on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. We have a double header today. The Goals are playing tonight at San Jose. The Ducks are playing at Staples Center tonight. Both those games are taking place tonight, so be sure to check out the LO underscore Ducks Twitter 
and follow all of that tonight. Thank you so much for listening for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please be safe out there. Continue practicing social distancing. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.